0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
1: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Wise Men Save, the Whole City podcast. Joining me today, John, is my co host, sorry, Alex. Good, good evening, Alex. Good evening, John. How are you? I'm um, good, thanks. Yes, couldn't get my words out then. I think I was bursting with excitement to record another episode. It's been a while.
2: Yeah, I've been missing it. Mm. Yeah. yeah,
1: so um, yeah, we had a, a crazy week last week, but we've got quite a few fixtures to look back on. And obviously the craziness of what happened in the uh, in the cup against West Ham with the the COVID testing, you know, beforehand, and and then we've also got a little bit of news as well with, regarding to the Grimsby game. So it's been a crazy week all around, uh, not just our lives but in the clubs as well. So uh, we'll start off with looking at the last couple of results. Yeah, uh, it's been a great start in the league. We've carried it on as we've uh, as we began every episode really was we're, we're always talking about the positives in the league which is great so 1-0 versus Crew what did you make of that game Alex?
2: Yeah um really really happy with that result because we showed something that we didn't show last year and that we could like win ugly um, do you know like soak up pressure yeah. um, from Crew and then um, just sort of like snatch a goal and then just like just defend properly and like you know, we, we sort of challenged McCann didn't we in the previous previous week. Uh, previous couple of weeks we mentioned McCann not being able to change plan and then he bangs on he changes tactics and puts Wilk Wilkes bang in the middle number nine and then he bags a goal. Um so really, really pleasing with that result, especially with McCann's tactical change.
1: Yeah, he's uh, he's he said, obviously, before about Wilkes playing as a nine earlier on in his career when he's been on loan, so it's been good to see him in a, in a rich vein of form and, and getting some goals for us, and uh, I, I saw a couple of um, tweets saying about, obviously, the, the potential transfer rumours around Wilkes, uh, and it was just a, I don't know, a couple of things to brush off, I think, I don't think there was much in that, but they tried to couple it with him not being in the squad the other night, so um yeah it was it was without really but what do you make of it do you think we're safe keeping wilks at the end of the, the window? uh i think he would be
2: daft to move now because we he's had a good pre-season with us by all accounts and he started the season well um and also like i think McCann has has built his squad now we'll come on to the new signings obviously later but um like like for me, like this team could go up and sort of these players could start making a name for themselves. Um, so I don't, I don't think he's going to have many better offers than potential League One champions. Do you know what I mean, yeah, like in the championship mediocrity at best, I'd say, is the offers he's going to get.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. I don't think it's there's any point in, in Wilkes moving. He's, yeah. he's sort of settled in really well as and and especially coming into his sort of number nine role, it gives us another option there as well. And there's there's not much point in him moving when he can I, I think obviously you don't want to judge a book by its cover, but looking at, at you know how he is, you know, he's got obviously the low socks, um around the shin pad sort of look and all that and looking at his sort of character and how he walks around the pitch, I think he'd quite suit being our our mini talisman in a way. Yeah. Um, and sort of goals for us, and being our main guy rather than going to another club, and just being in amongst the fishes, really. Yeah, yeah,
2: couldn't couldn't agree with me more there. Like yeah. he could be yeah. the main man this year. He could
1: be like going last year. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. that could be, yeah, that could be his role. Yeah. Uh, moving on, then we had a five-one defeat to West Ham. Uh, yeah. However, obviously it was it was a cup. We're not too focused on that, and the, you know the the scoreline doesn't flatter us whatsoever but um, I, I still I don't know I still see us playing football and I and in really enjoying us sort of watching us really I've got I don't know I've just got that excitement again to just tune in every single game to City and watch it doesn't matter if we're you know getting beat 5-1 by West Ham really I, I, I've obviously got the league as in my head and I'm sure the team have as well as that's the focus this season but it's just nice to see us playing football and and uh, and having a go, um, and even with the, with the, some of the changes he brought on as well, it wasn't it wasn't really that negative at all, was it? No,
2: yeah, I agree with you. Like, we we're never really going to get anything from that, to be fair. Nah, No, um, no. Nah, nah. So like, yeah, just put, play whatever team you want, and get get them, get them a good ninety minutes against um um sort of decent. Sort of Premier League opposition really which can only be yeah. only be positive
1: Yeah and it was good to see Bowen again uh, it would be nice for him to obviously play full game against his former club but yeah good luck to Bowen he's obviously got a couple of goals the, the, on the weekend for West Ham so he's doing really well at the minute so yeah, uh, hopefully he keeps that up and obviously another ex-Tiger Snodgrass scored against us so um, moving on from the Cup then to Northampton so we did back to back clean sheets in the league, which uh, again was really pleasing. Uh Keen Lewis Potter and Honeyman. Do you wanna share your thoughts on the Northampton game, Alex?
2: Yeah, so um again City like, avoided a potential banana skinny, I think.
1: Um
2: we, we like the promoted teams. Um like you sort of like they're they sort of coming into the games on a high, aren't they really? Like at the start yeah. of the season. Um and so it, it can go like one, like either way, really, can't it? Like, you see a lot of relegated teams getting beaten by promoted teams, um, just because of the momentum that they've got. But I think City just outclassed them in all areas. And again, our, our main man of the season, I don't know if you agree, but Honeyman, like, he was bossing that game, wasn't he? Like,
1: goals, Yeah. He go was
2: Um, I think he's really really coming into
1: his own George Honeyman so he got into back to back EFL teams of the week so that's just a testament to his performance really and how well he's doing so hopefully he keeps up that that good form and obviously he's getting the recognition he deserves in this level hopefully he can uh, continue his his form really and then you know hopefully if we go up continue that and kick on a little bit because he did struggle last year on that step up and then class and step up in level
2: yeah, definitely. Did, did have you seen the Sunderland documentary? The series yeah. on Netflix. Like he, yeah. he seems to be like quite a prominent figure in that series. But I think um, he struggled with City because we was a struggling side. Um, yeah,
1: mentally. it must have been quite a toxic place to come into. Uh, obviously, yeah. the club that's going on with the owners, and you did get a lot of turnover in players. It probably was a really toxic place to be. Um, and it, it must be so difficult for McCann to try and do this sort of changing culture. And obviously, Nigel Adkins did this fantastically and he was so positive yeah. that really nothing seemed to affect him. Obviously, ultimately, in the end, it did. And he, he, he thought, I can't maintain this. Because mm-hmm. obviously, he's selling a dream to, to players and yeah. you know, he can't deliver on them. But, but McCann's really really has managed it well. And obviously, with the, with the signings they've brought in, a lot of new personnel does help that. And maybe Honeyman's looking over his shoulder thinking, right, I've got to step up now.
2: Yeah. Just a nice balance to the squad, isn't it. Like they're all like there won't be many massive earners there. Um yeah. sort of they'll all be like hard working, like like we mentioned previously, like a lot of local lads as well. So
1: Yeah. Good mix. So they're the three games, so we've done we done pretty well. Obviously, we're we're looking really defensively solid in the league, which is the main thing. Uh and obviously Ingram's doing a, a superb job in, in that as well. So we're looking quite good all round out. we a good positive start. Um and then yeah. we obviously look forward to the next game.
2: Yeah, definitely. I just can I just talk quickly about um like the keeper thing Ingram yeah. is doing very well. Um and I, I'm enjoying like watching him play and goal. Um but I also there's a lot of fans slating along, um, like on Twitter and stuff. I think that's a bit harsh personally. Like um, I thought when he first came into the team last year, he played really well, and obviously he had, he's had a couple of, of mistakes, and like the fans have got on his back a bit. And I just think oh, let's not do that. Do you know what I mean? Let's let's be that club that like backs the players. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: well, we we can sometimes we do see that with with city fans sometimes. Not as a whole, obviously, hmm. we're, we're pretty positive and and as a whole, even on that Facebook group and um, the whole City Forum is quite positive uh, in, in general. But there are a, always a pocket of fans who seem to try and, and, and have something to moan about. Um, yeah. yeah. Long, Long's had to come in, in the cup game, and, and obviously a 5-1 defeat to a Premier League side. And look, look there you go, George, there's your game. Do you know, it's a bit of a baptism of fire, really, for the new season. Yeah. And he's got to try and handle that. Um, look, he's not, he's not going for the best form of his life at the minute. But he's definitely not going to come back and play well if we carry on slating him as a group of them.
2: Yeah, I, I just don't like it. Like I think, like we could be that club that says, Do you know what, George? Like you're out the team at the minute, but like your fans have got your back, and even though you've made a mistake, we still yeah, well, you care. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, look at Jakupovic. It wasn't like he came and set the world like when he first joined. Whenever yeah. he came in, he used to make errors and you know drop the ball. Uh, was it Jakub Perwicz who um, he had that absolute howler that time and pretended he was injured and went off? Uh, I
2: can't remember, but yeah, that, that
1: sounds yeah. really doggy. And I was thinking, like, you know, obviously he did get a bit of pelters then, and he's a he's a hero a couple of seasons later under Marcus Silva. So um, yeah, obviously, yeah, it's put him a bit of slack. He's got to work hard to get back in the team. England's made that number one jersey his own, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Obviously. I can't see another key- well. I mean, there could be another goalkeeper coming in, but I don't know if if that's going to be it for for our business. Now there could be one or two more surprises, but we'll obviously move on to the new signing in a moment. But can't see there being many more additions, really.
2: No, I think that's yeah. I think that's about it now.
1: So um, yeah, looking at Regan Slater then uh, from Sheffield United. Yeah, he was. Uh, it was leaked a few days ago, wasn't it? Did you see it on the whole city forum on Facebook? What was the, we were getting a Premier League learning. Well, it was um, McCann said that in his interview, didn't he? But mm. then it was leaked on the clubs iFollow follow account that we'd signed him. You know the whole like now then, it's later <laughs> sort of thing was it was all leaked. So it was posted on the Hull City fans forum, um, but obviously didn't want to comment on anything until it was made concrete. But yeah, just a couple of hours ago it was made concrete and he's done his his first interview as well. So seems to have happened pretty quickly by the sounds of things as well from what he said. The interest was around a week ago and then obviously the the move's been done.
2: Yeah, I like that. Get the business done. Don't mess about. Yeah. I I also, have you seen uh, much so, of it? Yeah, sorry John. Um yeah, I no, 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 no. mentioned uh, I can't remember I can't remember that. Was it um was it Emmanuel's interview where he was like when he signed, and he like showed a bit of personality. I thought Slater, Slater showed a bit of personality as well, because they sort of like they asked him what he thought of of, um, of Hull or what he knew about Hull. Sorry, and rather than say, "Oh, you know, you know, they're a good team, good shit, we're in real good set to blah blah blah, he sort of said, "Well, he scored a, a screamer to not um, to, to prevent Sheffield Wednesday getting from the prem." And I thought, "Yeah, I like that." Do you know what I mean, bit of yeah. character.
1: Sheffield United fan, isn't he? Born and bred.
2: Yeah,
1: he uh, yeah, so There's a bit of personality, a bit of character. Uh, yeah. I saw that on a one short Twitter video that I've seen of him as well, yeah. which went around the, the fans of him making that big tackle. I don't know if you've seen it.
2: Yeah, I have seen that. Uh, yeah,
1: i steaming in. Yeah, big tackle, on not it? Yeah, that's what you want to see. A bit of character. So yeah. from seeing that, I thought he was a defender or a central defensive midfielder, but looks like he says he can play anywhere in the midfield. Uh, box to box, you can do the attacking role and the defending role. So might give Doherty a bit more of a license as well. Uh but we'll see obviously what that means for the team but obviously for Dan Basse it's uh it could be something you know another bit of competition there. So it'd be interesting to see how he reacts as well. I
2: think um I think at this stage of the of the window I think Adkins are just looking for numbers now. Like squad numbers and competition. Like, I don't think he's looking to sign like people going straight into the first team. Um, I think he's just looking to build like a good squad and like options everywhere. So it's yeah. like by signing Slater, he's got like, you know, like a utility man.
1: But uh, yeah, uh,
2: which is you know always handy isn't it to have on the bench, especially. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Just one more thing on that as well. On like the the games. Um as as McCann will say, uh, the games are coming and fast and all that but fast. it was Frenzy. the teams are coming fast, Frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> he um he did actually say uh, um about the under 23s game as well. And he picked quite a strong squad for Andy Dawson's under twenty three side with uh, quite a lot of first team players in there. So it was quite interesting to see the other night, wasn't it? Obviously we ended up fair, yeah. So I wonder if that's something to do with match fitness as well and you know, keeping everybody at a, at a point where they are absolutely ready to step in at any point. And yeah. that must have had something to do as well with the Grimsby game being called off next Tuesday and maybe some of those players being promised that game time yeah. coming in for Wednesday. Through Wednesday. So he's yeah. doing well to get everyone pretty fresh. Yeah. Do you yeah. want so, to talk um, about
2: um, Ad- Adeluk Is that
1: his name? Well, I was going to you read my mind actually because I was yeah. just about to ask you to pronounce his name
0: mm-hmm. because
1: I think he obviously we one he would probably struggle with it but I, yeah, yeah he will um, but didn't get to see obviously much much of him before his move but played pretty well on his on his debut and obviously um, assisted uh, Honeyman's goal as well so yeah. really good positive start from him and again it's just another attacking option uh, to add to the sort of dynamic way we're going to play the bit of flair as well so yeah really enjoyed uh, the recruitment actually so far anyway obviously we've started pretty well but I'd say the recruitment has been pretty good this this window I could finally you know, you obviously know before before we've done this podcast I've been quite an open critic of Lee Danborough but he's done a pretty good job if he's worked pretty closely with McCann and got some really good League One players in
2: yeah I think um Thinking more long term, we we all sort of were questioning the alums and and perhaps the chap you mentioned, Lee Darnborough's tactics in in terms of signings last season. But I think longer term, their priorities were getting all these big earners like Stewart and and players like that off the wage bill. Yeah, like I said was it last podcast I said maybe they wanted to go down and come back up I don't necessarily think they wanted to go back down but I, I felt like for the future of the club they felt that they couldn't have these big earners in we had to do it with, with um, you
1: know yeah
2: small earners and sort of local lads and grafters so
1: given the situation as well I think you're spot on with the coronavirus and everything um, yeah. was it was it the Peterborough chairman on Talk Spot he said it's looking likely that maybe 20 out of the um, 20-odd clubs in League One are looking like they're going to be in a bit of danger. Uh, yeah. So, obviously, you're expecting Hull City to be one of those that are in danger because we've been quite, we have run the club financially pretty sound, Yeah. but uh, we've also managed to bring some players in, which is to our benefit and keeping within that salary cap.
2: Yeah, shrewd,
1: I think, like the way yeah. I've
2: described, shrewd yeah. bit of business, on it? been really... Definitely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Okay, right. Moving on then. So uh, obviously we're trying to keep it a little bit short this episode, so we're going to move on swiftly to the Hull City alphabet, and we're on letter C this week. Yeah. So, did you want me to go first, Alex, with mine, and then you could sort of sweep up with all of the uh, ones you've got on your.
2: um
1: yeah. Yep. Go your for it. So, we're going to start off with the Willoughby-born Rich Carter. He yeah. was player manager for Hull City 1948 to 1951. He was technically in in charge of the club managing and then he he left in 1952. Uh, He played 136 times for the club scoring 57 goals and Alex has a little bit of a fact because I know how much you love your cricket, Alex. Yeah. uh, Do you want to tell us about his cricket career?
2: Yeah, so he's actually um, one of the only footballers to also play first-class cricket for Derbyshire. um, Yeah. Derbyshire County, so... Really impressive to play two top-level sports.
1: Yeah, at the same time, that's why he played at Derby County, wasn't it? Yeah. He played for his uh, he plays Derby Derbyshire and Derby. Uh, and as well as that, he uh, mustered up 13 England caps. So, Willoughby Bourne, very, very talented.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Rach Carter.
2: Yeah. So,
1: um, who, who else have you got on your, your radar then for the letter C? Yeah, just just a quick note that
2: I also found on Carter whilst I was doing my research. Oh, go on then. Bit um, of
1: extra info. Yeah,
2: uh, well, not not really info, such as more of an opinion. But he was one of them players that they reckon would have played a lot more if it hadn't been for World War Two. Um, yeah, which obviously cut short many a career. Um, you know, which is a real shame. So, club legend Rich Cat.
1: Yeah, really good point, actually. Yeah. Um, forget about that sort of era. Prior to that, uh, when he was just a when he was just a player. Yeah, and he was playing cricket and things as well. Yeah, wow. Yeah,
2: so yeah, the the other names that I've got, um, Tom Kearney. Um, yeah, again, looked really promising when he came through the academy, um, and he played played a bit of us in the prem, didn't he? I remember yeah. him scoring against Everton in a in a heavy defeat. Um, but yeah, I always thought a talented player. Um, could could really pick a pass and. Uh, you know, he's, he had a footballing brain. He's still still with Fulham now, isn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah. Fulham captain. We have yeah. two captains, uh, Premier League captains in the letter C.
2: Yeah. So yeah, really well done to him. Um, yeah. Fraser Campbell, who had two two spells for us, um, uh, seven and eight. Originally yeah. on loan from United, wasn't he? Um, yeah. Thirty four
1: appearances, fifteen goals.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cor- correct. That's what I've got written down also. But um, (laughs) that that first spell, he was like, he's blistering pace uh, and finishing ability, um, you know, made him like a real, real asset, wasn't it?
1: Like a real player. Um, Yeah. I mean, you looked at him, he was sort of in that, if you look at the modern comparison of that, maybe Ollie Watkins type player. Yeah. uh, Obviously, he's just moved on to Villa. But yeah, he was frightening, wasn't he, at times?
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, obviously had
2: a part to play in the promotion as well with that lovely lofted pass to to Windass. Yeah. Um, his second spell with the club, seventy-five appearances, eighteen goals. Um, less devastating, but still effective um, in in a struggling side. Um, I was disappointed with Campbell actually when he left the club when he scored against us for Palace. He sort of... I don't mind players celebrating, but you know when they over-celebrate a bit. And it was a bit like... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I never really forgive him for that. Do you know what
1: I mean? Well, leads us on to um, another letter C, which is Leon Court. And he did exactly the same thing. We mentioned it in the previous episode, but it must be something about Palace players coming back to Hull. Yeah. Must be something like that, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Leon Court did the same thing. I could understand um,
2: it if, like, if we'd have like... Made a campaign to get him out of the club. Do you know what I mean? And have been like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, please leave your rubbish. But it, it won't like that at all for either of those players. You know no, I mean? they were well respected and well well liked and fans' favourites, both of them, I'd say.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, we've got uh, a couple more. Let's see. Um, Sam yeah. Klukas. Yeah. He, he now. I know we've been a little bit hypocritical here about celebrating against former clubs, but he came up with one of the best celebrations uh, I've ever seen when he scored um, against Swansea for Stoke. Uh, absolutely wonderful celebration. He, he, he almost went full on Adebayor, um against them because he must have. Uh, well, he wasn't very well received there, but he did really well for us, and obviously. Um, Moved a, a position as well from sort of on the left to the centre mid, midfield, and thought he was a good servant for us, Klukas.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I remember when I was watching him, and uh, um, was it Slutsky? I mean, It's Slutsky that he was playing under. Um, anyway, like I, I found him quite frustrating to watch, um, to the point where the chap in front of me at you know, the KC had a little, we had a little argument about him because he really rated him. And that, right. and I and I didn't. Um, yeah. But then like he ended up scoring from about thirty yards, and like useless, he was, he was loving that. And I was like, you know what, fair play. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but yeah. What else the, you got then? The other ones I've got. Um, Roy Carroll, he um, played yeah. forty six times in goal for us. Led a very successful uh, career at the top level. Um I think we we sold him for financial reasons, but we, I feel like he might have stayed on with us for a bit. Um and fi- finally I've got um club legend Chris Chilton, who is um I think is he second top scorer for the club behind Wagstaff or is he the or is he the winner? I forget. I
1: think he's the first, aren't we? Just have a quick check, but um Born yeah Chris Chilton two hundred and
2: twenty two goals.
1: Made that. Uh yeah, he's yeah. Uh most league goals. Chris Chilton, hundred and ninety three league goals. So uh, uh is our top by twenty goals. And sense. um yeah, he is, yeah. And to be fair, I didn't have that one down, Alex. So you I've missed one there, so well played. Um so really good. Uh players. as well.
2: He's still he's still I think he lives um on the outskirts of all still still around and
1: he could be a listener. Could be a listener yeah.
2: to the podcast, yeah.
1: Right, I think we should put out a little Twitter poll then of our letter C's and who was the listener's favorites. So you yeah. can uh hopefully have a little vote. Alex has been doing a fantastic job with the Twitter, so make sure you're following it if you haven't uh yet. The yeah. Twitter handle, Alex, can you remember? I think it's
2: uh, hang on one sec,
1: wise man say pod or something along the lines, but uh, but yeah, if you could follow the Twitter and have a little it's, vote um, on the polls
2: At Hull City Podcast.
1: Uh, at Hull City Podcast, there you go. So, yeah, okay. to have a little follow of that, have a little vote, and we're also going to be asking some questions about future episodes and maybe asking for some guests as well, which would be good.
2: Yeah. So, I just want to quickly mention uh, before I move on that I always yeah. give one for the current squad if I can. Uh, currently, we've got Lewis Coyle.
1: Yeah, Coyle so, as well. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other ones I had down, um, I think you mentioned Chester. I've got Daniel Kuzan. Yeah, the, uh, obviously a headed goal at the Emirates, which we enjoyed to see. Yeah. So, um, yeah, moving on then, finally to our predictions for the next game, which is Plymouth this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, Summerfair what are your thoughts? Another win. Yeah, it's got to be on it. Um, I think yeah, same.
2: Like in the back of my head, I'm like, at some point, the wheels have got to come off. But like at the same time, I'm like. I think the quality that we've got will just get us through games. Do you know what I mean? Like The quality got us through that crew game um, with that decent cross from Mayer and that headed goal by Wilkes. That, that one moment of quality in the game enters the three points. So, depending on how Plymouth like, line up, I, I just can't see anything but a, a win. I'm, I'm going for 3-0. you am going 3-0. I'm
1: going 2-0. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's like a a very well controlled um, game. So well, it's going to be a very comfortable two nil. I, I don't think I'm going to even uh, see us come out of second gear. Now I don't want to get because i of ahead of myself. But <laughs> one of them performances where we just keep the ball really well, we make Plymouth chase it around. I think it's going to be really good footballing performance. So uh, hopefully I'm right. <laughs> If not, I'll yeah. look like a bit of an idiot next week, but we'll see. Um, and yeah, that concludes our hopefully shorter episode of Wise Men Say, and we'll be resuming obviously next week uh, just before to preview the Fleetwood game Yeah, and also see if there's any more transfer activity. Yeah. So, Alex, thanks for that tonight. Yeah. Good yeah, to thanks. catch you. Thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, make sure you do follow the Twitter account. Like I said before, Alex is doing a superb job. Uh, there'll be some polls on there. He also retweets quite a lot of news as well. So yeah, get on the Twitter. And if you like the episode, please make sure you subscribe for more updates on the podcast. See you next week. Thank you. Falling in love